Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Today's guest was the first ever guest on this podcast. And today he's returning for his second time. Yeah, that's right. It's been over 100 episodes since he's returned. You're probably wondering why it's taken so long to get him back. Well, once upon a time, we did have our own podcast called The Good Old Boys, which crashed and burned. And you can bet your ass I'm going to bust his balls over that. Nonetheless, he is here today. He is one of my best friends. He is recently a first-time father. And let's welcome him back after 100 episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mac Anderson. Welcome back! Oh, God. <laughs> it's you slamming it down. <laughs> That's a good way to return to the, to the show. <laughs> it's, it's legitimately been almost two years. No, it's, it's, been over, it's been two years to the date, almost, that you've been on the show. Really? Yeah. It's, I, I was going to be surprised if you even said a year. Yeah, no, because I've been doing the show for two years. Wow. And you were the first guest, and it was episode five. This is episode one hundred and six. So it's been exactly one hundred and one episodes since you've been on. Damn, dude, two years. I know. Well, we did do what seven episodes of Good Old Boys. Yeah. So, and that was that was almost a year ago. Isn't that crazy? Well, the last one, yeah, it's less than a year though. Still, since I think I did do one, still working at or still at the mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were just starting over there. Yeah, and so it you've was been after over the Fourth of July too. Yeah, yeah, because so. yeah, we had the Fourth of July episode, which right. was a lot of fun. That was fun. That might have been my favorite episode we did. One Out of, of them. what the seven? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a bummer that that ended, but you moved out to yeah, that was bump up nowhere, and I moved, which was already a hassle. We did that even afterwards, though. I moved. Got the new gig, and now having a baby. Yeah, and yeah. Plus, she pretty much after that too. Um, doing that episode, that's when Savannah was pregnant, and I don't know. Just priorities. Of course, yeah. No, I mean, I I get it too, and it was it was stressful on me as well, having to edit and post and do all that for two podcasts. Yeah, that's. I was wondering how you were going to do that one. So it was kind like of you get burnt out on it. Yeah, it was a, it was almost an inevitability, but it was a fun try. We took a stab at it, and I don't regret it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing them, but I would like do them like where it's like a quarter, like out of the year. Like there was like one four out of one year, or something like that. You know, or you could. I mean, the best way to do it would be to four like record four episodes. In a day, and then just post them in a, like throughout the month. Oh, I'm just, yeah, I guess that's how Two Bears does it now. <coughs> really? That'll be fun for the listener. Sorry, <laughs> I tried to put it over here. These are sensitive now, man. This this soundboard come a long way in two years. 
Yeah, I know. Well, the, the last episode got almost cut the fuck out because I know, dude. The audio. That, so yeah, the first guest episode I have, and the audio is shit. And of course, it was your episode, and it was a pretty well listened to episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For for the time. Yeah, I remember listening to it, and then like, what well, was it like? Pretty much three quarters of the way through, it just starts going, getting all kaput, cr- crackly. And yeah, yeah, that sucked. I was so bummed. Mm-hmm. And I, that was like a lot of the good part right there too. No, and I had, I have had, I had one episode where I completely had to cut it, and it was with a guest. Oh no! Oh, dude, it sucked because it wasn't somebody that I knew super, super well. So I had so to like, I like, felt really bad. Yeah, I was it. like, sorry that I, you know, <laughs> just wasted your time, and hopefully you'll come back and waste some more time. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it, but it sucked too because me and him did like a a salt like a uh, hot sauce taste testing, mm-hmm. and it was such good content because I was fucked up. Like <laughs> we did the. And you didn't get any of that. Well, I I I still posted it even though the audio was shitty because there was for one there was no way I was gonna do that again because it was that bad i did the da bomb yeah oh dude feels like your earwax is melting out of your head did you not i thought you did that one with your cousin i thought you did some sort of hot sauce did the habanero a, a pepper like an actual pepper mm-hmm. we oh. just ate a habanero like a ghost chili one no 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 just oh. a, a regular habanero oh pfft. it was fucking hot dude yeah well. and i have i've i've recently found out like it's not like a discovery it's something that i just kind of assume because I guess I don't know this for a fact, but I definitely have an intolerance to Scoville, or not to Scoville, to um, what what's the chemical that makes things hot? Uh, the, uh, I don't know what the, I know what you're saying with the Scoville, like the the, yeah, the heat wise, but Scoville's a measurement of heat. Yeah, uh, it's, I don't know, I don't know what the chemical compound is on what makes capsaicin. It. Okay, that capsaicin. I definitely have a capsaicin intolerance because even the slightest heat, like a jalapeno, which is like nothing, or uh, just like the the mildest hot sauce, my guts are just turning. What about your asshole? Yes, and then it's just liquid magma. <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter if it's the slightest heat, it fucks me up. My buddy Cord, he got uh, he was huge in the peppers and spices, and. Uh, we're in Helena, and he actually got a like a variety box of all these different peppers, and they were literally the hottest to the fifth hottest. So, uh, on the Scoville measurement, they're like the ghost chili pepper, like the first one. Well, like us three, me, Cord, and my buddy Trevor, we didn't want to do the the ghost chili, but our buddy Garrett did. So we're all we're all in the kitchen. We're like, all right, we'll we'll eat one, see how it goes throughout the night. Oh, you just kept doing it through the night. Well, yeah, well, no, we ate the one, see how we'll go oh. like after having it. And uh, this was at a party too, so there was a bunch of people there, but it was just us four did it. And I was a bitch, so was Cord, so was Trevor. We we're like, no, no, well, I guess we'll just do the third hottest. So we did that, and I'm not shitting you. We acted worse than Garrett did on the like the hottest one. So like there was there was cord right at the sink on the faucet, literally just the head was down there for probably ten minutes just in the in the water. Or no, that was that was Trevor. And Cord was chugging all his milk he had in the <laughs> fridge. Which is even worse because then 
like just drinking that much milk is bad yeah, for yeah. you too. And then I think I would no no. God damn it, I'm getting this story mixed up. It was Cord that was eating the pretzels. Trevor drank the milk, I believe, and I was in the faucet. We, one or the other. We literally could not get away from what we were trying to, like, you know, bring the heat down for. Mm-hmm. And all Garrett was doing was sitting in the seat, and he was just kind of rocking back and forth like he was in a rocking chair. That was it. He didn't do anything. All of us are freaking out like we got shot. And he, that's all he was doing. He was just, you know, kind of making like, oh, that sucks, you know. I was so impressed, and I, I was kind of like pissed of how much of a bitch we all were compared oh. to what he was doing. But the, but that night, I mean, we were all having huge gut issues as well. But Garrett was probably in. He wasn't like in the bathroom all night long. He said his guts were starting to hurt, and but his asshole was the worst. He could not. He was like, "I'd rather eat the ghost chili pepper without having that issue." Like yeah. the 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 heat in the mouth was nowhere near as bad as when it was coming out. He said, "God, yeah." See, I can't do any of that. It, literally, any little like Tabasco will fuck me up. Tabasco for real. Like, I mean, I do like the taste of of spicy things. But yeah. my gut just, that's why I'm like, it's definitely an intolerance. It's not like me just being a bitch. It's like my gut literally has a reaction to it. <laughs> Where, like, I remember I, I had some, like, uh, but just, how- so, some hot wings one night. Just This was recently. And the whole next day I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I felt sick. And I was like, why do I feel this way? Because I, I thought it may, might have been, like, a hangover or something. I was like, oh, fuck. It was those wings. Oh, yeah. And they weren't even, like, they were spicy, but they weren't, like, Blow, so blowing my dick off spicy. You could eat Tabasco no problem. It wouldn't be like you wouldn't right. be sweating bullets no. until it hit your stomach. Then it's just like my. It's just like having something like like having milk. You know, if you're lactose intolerant. So you, you have a, 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 a minor l- irritable bowel syndrome yes. situation to capsaicin or whatever. Yeah, it's that weird. Sucks. I mean, not that I just love 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 hot stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a big. I mean, I'd be way more pissed if I was lactose intolerant. And right. like milk stuff made me yeah one hundred percent. If any sort of dairy things like if I couldn't have that, that would yeah. I'm about like as white as it comes when it comes to heat. So yeah, I'm as Irish as they come. Do they even have spicy shit there? Not really. The spiciest thing they have is potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I gotta ask you this off the top just because it is the newest thing in your life, and I am legitimately curious. How has fatherhood been for the first, what has it been, like five months? No, it's three. Jeez. It's over. It's like three and a half. Feels like four. longer. Three and a half, four. Yeah, because when was she born? March? March 13th. So, yeah. It's. How's that been? It's like, been... yeah, just, just tell. It hasn't been so bad. Like, uh, I mean, she has her days. She's got her ups and downs and attitude, but. Uh, other than that, she's kind of pretty mild, pretty like easy going baby. She seems pretty chill. I love all the pictures of her. Just like she always looks like really surprised at what's going on. Very yeah, wide eyed. What's hilarious is watching. Uh, like we have this new chair we just bought. We just sit her in there because she's got her neck muscles now, so she can keep her head up. And just sit her in this chair, and it's got kind of like a little like food tray in the front. And she'll just sit there and. We were like we were watching that movie last night, and she is just you know talking away. It was like I was paying attention more to her because it was too funny, 
but her just talking away at the TV pretty much. Yeah. She does that a lot. Uh, but other than that, yeah, you consider pretty much in the spot, and she'll just chill. Sometimes not, but she's pretty chill in that sense. Not, I don't know not how, overly fussy and stuff? Nah, nah, she can. Like, she definitely When she gets into her fush, fussy stage, oh my gosh, it just almost doesn't stop. No matter what you do, you almost have to just like cradle her and walk around the house. Which how much that that sucks. I hate doing that. Yeah, but it's part of it. Like you have to like pay attention when you're trying to do something, but like she won't let you do it. <laughs> Are you uh, you do diaper duty? I don't know. It's just who is around. I mean, Savannah doesn't have the sense of like shit smell. So oh, because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. So like if. She's around, and it's a big blaster of a diaper. I'll call her up to the front lines. Hey, but you've done it. You're not. Oh yeah, you're 100%, not one hundred percent because I've. There's a lot of times she would be working, and I have to watch right. the baby. You're, you're so. not the like. There's some of those guys that are just like I refuse. Yeah, I know. I know a couple of those guys. Like, uh, but no, eh, it sucks. Yeah, you worked on a farm. You you've dealt with stinkier stuff than yeah, but baby human kids. shit is. Human shit's a lot grosser. Yeah, but I think when you put it in the perspective of, like, I'm doing this for my child. Like, my yeah. kid cannot do this herself. Like, Well, it's a baby, too. So, it's... I mean, it's just a... I don't know. There's something different. Like, a... Probably even a kid, too. Like, a baby, it doesn't seem as bad compared to a... Like a grown like, old person or well something not, like that? Yeah, just that or just even, like, a four-year-old kid. I feel like I would hate doing those diapers. Well, the I hope they're like out of diapers by the size. Four. Well, I'm just saying, like when they start walking, start having like actual food. Well, and then like you're trying to wipe them, and they're like, I want. well, the babies do that too. She kicks around every time. I'm like, I have to like grab her leg and pull her up, <laughs> so like her other leg can't like, like hit a the fish. ground. Yeah, <laughs> just hold much. her upside down. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> right now it's not bad. But like I, I'm wondering how it will be when she starts hitting like some solid foods. And, like, running around and stuff. Or when she yeah. starts taking her diaper off. Ugh, yeah, dude. And just leaving it somewhere, like... Or, like, starts picking her own butt, but it's, like, poopy. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna have a few of those moments here and there. I'm sure. But, okay, aside from, like, the physical aspect, I just want to know... Because there's gotta be some kind of change. What do you feel, like, mentally and emotionally? Is there differences that you feel now that you're a dad? There's gotta be mentally and emotionally. Like, do you, too. Do, do you like see the world differently? Like, I know a lot of parents, first, especially first time parents, th- like their perspective on the world and like just their perspective in life changes, or like your emotional state, like how like how you feel about certain things. There's a. Uh, I always hated like grabbing or you know holding someone else's baby. Just not a kid's person, but that's kind of I've alleviated toward on that because of having a kid. So it's like with my friend having a baby, I can actually, you know, it's no problem. I can hold them. Well, because I think now you're confident. Yeah, you've had more practice daily at it now. Yeah, it's well. I don't know what the, what that was about because I mean I've held babies before that too. But there was just a thing like, no, uh, I'm kind of that way now. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'm the same way where it's just like, 
I think for me, it's the, I don't want the responsibility of something going wrong. Because this is like your child. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a, a big deal. Yep. I mean, I'm even like that. I'd, I'd feel that way if I was like babysitting a six-year-old. I'm like, I, if something happens to this kid on my watch, like, that's some big on time. You. Yeah. Yeah, the the other thing I noticed, like, I didn't really give anyone else's baby at the time of day, like, you know, giving much attention. Just, I don't know, I guess being not a dad and being a bachelor, but, like, I can just look at her, you know, doing her baby stuff, and, I, like, that could be my entertainment for, like, half hour, hours on end. Yeah. You're more enamored. Yeah, like, it's just fun to watch her. Especially, it's like, it's it's part of you. Yeah. It's Are you starting to one. notice, like, little physical traits or physical things yet that are more like you or more like Savannah? Um, Or is it not quite? I don't know. She, yeah, she's not quite there. She's just doing the practical baby stuff. Like, she's now finding her hands. And they're, <clears throat> once they find their hands, they just chew on them all the time. Her, like, watching stuff, that's about it. I mean, she coos a lot, so, but <laughs> other than that, there's no, like, she hasn't got much of a personality trait towards us yet. I'm wondering, I'm sure she'll hit that about eight months to a year. She'll probably do some stuff that one of us did as a baby. I, uh, it was so weird. I wished you a happy Father's Day, and I yeah, that was almost wanted to cut my dark mouth off. <laughs> dark? Oh, oh, no, this is, I'm more talking about just, oh. just wishing you a happy Father's Day. I'm like, I was just like, that was weird. I, I feel weird doing that. And you go, you're a father. <laughs> I, yes. just, um, I know, it's weird because, it's, yeah, it's the first year I'm celebrating it. Mm-hmm. It's just, so I've had, I've had a bunch of texts, I'm like, oh, thanks, yeah. It's just weird. I mean, because you're not the first of my friends to have kids. Because Brad has two, but they're like older now. They're like in middle school. Yeah, you know. So it's just been. You're the. I think you're the first of my close friends to have an actual a kid, like baby. While I'm more of an adult. Yeah. Because I think yeah, when Brad had his kids, I was. It was a long time ago. Like yeah, I, I was probably just out of high school, or in high school still. Is he older than you, or is he the same? He's age? like a year older than me. Gotcha. Yep, it's so it's a little different, but the uh, um the other weird thing was wa- watching the video of you doing baby talk with her because it's just not that, a side of you that I really ever see. Yeah, there's a, just a different side. Well, of course, I mean you're, and I think you know me. Squeaky as fuck. Oh yeah, I think the thing of it with when I ask you the emotional or or mental side of things maybe it just really hasn't clicked in just yet but like what's up oh it's jeremiah you need to take it i should take it go for it i can cut it out why not what were we talking about by the way well i was gonna say as far as the mental and emotional side of of uh the parent thing maybe it just hasn't clicked in completely yet but i know a lot of parents end up losing the impatience like their patience level goes up you know and like their tolerance for certain things 
and then like just their outlook on it's like it's not about you anymore it's about them or it's like my life doesn't matter as long as their life is is okay right i and that's definitely true in some sense savannah is a lot better with the patience i you know me i'm Mm. not very patient with a lot of things i am very patient when it comes to her like crying a lot and i comfort her but then there comes to those points i say nope take her i i nothing i'm doing is doing is right in her eyes you got to do something you got to do that mama stuff whatever because there is sometimes she like oh gosh the other day i had to wait for her she had to get something at walmart we're already out all day she's been in her car seat almost all day and uh we parked of course, she wakes up and she starts screaming. And she starts fucking screaming, like screaming bloody murder crying. So I like take her out of the car seat, you know, try to coddle her, blah, blah, blah. And then I notice that, you know, she needs her diaper change. So I, I kind of comfort her to a good stage and then tell her how to change her diaper. So like I, I opened the door, I uh, uh, started changing her diaper right there. And it was even a worse scream. Like, it it almost sounded like I was hurting her. Like, while I was just like... I actually was kind of thinking, like, what's going on? Like, what is there something that's wrong, you know? Looking around. And, uh, no, she just... It was it was the weirdest thing. But everyone who was walking in the car could hear it. It sounded like I was almost murdering the child. But all I was doing was wiping her ass and trying to put the diaper somewhere. I was just trying to get it like fucking done before someone's like comes up questioning. Over here? Yeah. Yeah. And then I like I got inside the car, coddled her, but like right there, once Savannah was like, take care of it. I don't know what's going on. I'm going home. Let's go home. That though those are my patience. But like I mean, obviously it alleviated because Well and I think if that was I don't know. The more you deal with stuff like that, your your patience is probably gonna grow. Right. Well, it depends on how old they get, because if they start... Because, I mean, obviously, it's just a baby. She doesn't really know what's going on. But now, if I have a three-year-old that is just crying to cry, you're going to hit my patience real quick, because there's no point. Like, mm-hmm. I, you can understand that. So, like, I can see myself being patient with the baby, because it's innocent, has no, no idea what to do, what's going on. You know, that's their way of talking to you, in some sense. Yeah, once she gets older, I think the patience is gonna actually gonna go down with that kind of stuff. Have you had too many thoughts about like certain ways you plan on raising, or like things you're gonna teach, or things you're like? I guess with me, whenever I think about like how it would be to be a parent, it's a lot of like the do's and don'ts of like how to not make them too fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. The things like to uh, to like lessen trauma or to like make sure that they still end up disciplined, but also like not resenting you. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like obviously, like spanking is one of those things that could go one way or the other. Like I don't really know the the long term. What's effects. funny about that? Uh, I think with the duo ship of me and Savannah's relationship might be a pretty good balance between the kid. She never actually got spanked as a child. I got whooped. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many things I could tell you that I got spanked with. Mm-hmm. I think we both, you know, grew up to be good people. 
But I think I was probably more of a brat at that stage to get spanked, and she was actually a little better child in that sense. But <clears throat> I can see it where, I mean, if she really needs to be disciplined in some sense, I could I, I would have to step in, you know, mm-hmm. be like that it, that typical, oh, don't, don't make dad mad, you know. But also, yeah, no, I get that, and that but makes sense. I, One, I, one's good cop, one's bad cop. But yeah. you also don't want to have that dynamic with your kid, where it's like, dad's the bad guy. Yeah, but the thing is, too, is it's like, don't get dad to the bad side because yeah. dad could be the, like the best cop. He could be the bad cop or the best cop, mm-hmm. not just the good cop. So, like, there's, I'm sure I'd be the daddy's girl spoiling her. Just, just don't make me mad. I always some stupid thing you do. I always thought the best way would be to like you know the little things to not overreact with that don't get like so mad because then everything that's so yeah, mad don't don't just go flipping a switch on everything because like, the, because if you're really mad then then it's like and it's a rare thing yeah then they know oh shit exactly you you really just you fucked up, up. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's 100 percent. like but that's the thing too is like I I get mad easy, so it's yeah. I need to figure out like. I think that's where that patience comes in. Well, yeah, I know. It's just it's I the the patient grows as long as with the child too, like because I mean I feel like my patience is just a newborn with her, like and we'll see it grow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because there's a lot of things that can make me mad. <clears throat> I don't go like completely one hundred, obviously, but. There's been times, but like, uh, I've seen it in in like parents where it's nothing like that drastic, but one of them just flips. Well, it's like insanely hard. Like where it's like, like if he did something, you know, silly, stupid, you know, you know, you don't do that. I've seen it where they flip a switch and spank the living crap out of them, and then they come in and apologizing to the kid that how they acted is like, well, you just kind of that was just a big teeter totter of emotions mm-hmm. right there that they don't even know how to they don't even know how you <laughs> work anymore. See, and that's that's what I always think about is like, what are the all the little the little things that are gonna like psychologically <laughs> affect this child for the rest of their life because there are so many just little moments mm-hmm. that happen in your life that I mean there's certain ways that I'm sure you act or I act in our daily life that we have no idea that the reason we act like that is because one single moment when we were a kid affected us mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't have to necessarily be a parent thing it could it could definitely be like just an interaction you had with a certain person or somebody at school or whatever but it is interesting to think about like certain things like Maybe there's a like the reason I'm not a very confrontational person could could stem back to something that happened when I was five. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like it's so weird to think about the little things, but it's like you can't really think too much about that either because I think we're like meant to just like become the people we are anyway. Like those those moments are meant to happen to make you who you're supposed to be. So it's not it's not really worth overthinking that and trying to like treat your kid like an experiment you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like i'm gonna I just think it it's more like not just treating them as experience uh experiment but like more like just picking your battles like you need to really know you can kind of come in as a general and really need to know 
what battles to pick and situations just to get the best results with the kid. And I know that's it's real. It's easy to say, hard to do in a sense of like, because your patients are gonna get tested. But yeah, try not to make them as much of experiment because like that's what I think about with firstborns a lot. It's kind of like I was. I always called it like the test dummy mm. kid. Like we're gonna try this on you, see how it goes, and then throughout the children, they get more lenient on things that I would have gotten really in trouble for as a kid, but they knew through their testing uh, that you know what that one doesn't really matter that much, kind of thing. Right. Like that was like a big thing when I was when I was a child. No TV. No TV when you're going to bed, or no TV after this time at night, and heck, my my sister was starting to do that when she was like three, just watching anything on the TV. But I remember being like grounded for two weeks because I we rented a movie, Hardball. If you remember that movie, is Keanu Reeves? You know, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so he he coaches that that uh, baseball team. Uh, I was so into it. Mom's just, he comes in my room saying, okay, bedtime. I was like, okay, well, there's not there. I mean, the movie's still going. Can I just kind of finish the movie? Nope. Uh, you got school in the morning. It's bedtime. Well, I snuck, and I actually had my hand on the remote with the power button. If she walked back in my room, I said, okay. I shut off the TV at that moment in time. Well, I actually finished the whole movie, and... She comes walking into my room. I don't remember how late it was, but and I was still awake, but I pretended like I just woke up from her doing that. But she she, she <laughs> sniffed that one out real quick. She goes to my all the little tricks. Yeah, she goes to my TV, which was like a TV VCR combo, little tiny thing, and she, that instantly did that. She goes to my TV, ejects the VCR, sees that the tape is on the other side. So I watched the whole thing. I forgot to rewind it. Oh, man. Some real detective shit. Yeah, she she sniffed this all out. And then she told me, okay, well, you can't have any friends over tomorrow. No more TV. Like, literally grounded me for like a week, two weeks for that moment in time. But my sister, since three, was watching TV, doing stuff because she figured out. I don't know why it was like that. This, well, it was the, the, it was the test of the act that. Just didn't matter. Well, and I think too, it's like with every first kid, you go through the trial and errors of all the things, you know. Uh-huh. And you, but I don't know. Everything's different. You know, you're going to treat the first child way different than the second one always. Yeah. Because you've already gone through it with the first one, and you and you've learned your mistakes, and you've learned tips and tricks. Yeah, you, you have to learn new tips and tricks with two uh, second one too because well, personalities yeah. are different as well. So. It's a- yeah, but you've also gone through it, and you're like not as high strong usually. Because I, I'm, right. I think with most first kids, you know, you're pretty high strong and stressed out about like making sure you do it right. And and honestly, first firstborns usually have it the worst because it, they're either overparented, uh, or like you know it's way stricter with them, or you know there's certain things that could have been done better that were just not done the best way. And then the second one has all that. They've already the parents have already done all that. They already they, know they all that. Collect the information for all that, and, and they're usually a lot more relaxed because it's like, okay, we've done this. Like we're mm-hmm. we're good at this. We we made it through the first one. We can do it with this one. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. 
They're the test dummy. <laughs> so, Doctor Strange, huh? You thought it was good. I thought it was good. We we watched it, and I was like, I don't I don't know why he hated it, or didn't say he hated it, but he was like, eh, about it. I need to watch I like, it again. Is what I, I, need to I really enjoyed it. I thought they had a lot into it that was fun. It's crazy. To, well, I don't know if we need a spoil. Oh, crap, who cares? But... If somebody hasn't seen it by now, then okay. Well, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, you can skip ahead. It's crazy to me that the Wanda completely went batshit. Yeah, and then like it was, it was at the moment in time where you know she came to the temple, mm-hmm. and then like she was fighting them. I was like, you know, there's there's probably a turnaround story with Wanda. And then she freaking completely wipes them out. There's like corpses that are like on fire. I'm like, Wanda's gone. Like she is evil now. Like well, she's going to be a villain now. Yeah, and like, I... and then she goes in and kills the like Elite. Avenger group, whatever they are in that one, which was cool that John Krasinski was a fantastic poor guy. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do something with that. I don't know. Um, Apparently, then, there's like, there's like the the reviews on that are fifty fifty, on the multiverse. No, on on John Krasinski. Why? I don't know. Like, the fans were demanding it, and then... This is just what I heard. Were they trying to get the old Fantastic Four no, guy? No, no, no. I was going to say, who cares about the Fantastic Four? Yeah, who cares like, anyway? But, like, if you're going to introduce some introduce the Fantastic Four... I thought Four, it was great. I, I love that I think John Krasinski is a great guy. Um, I just hated how, like... First of all, I hate how overpowered she is. Yeah, that's that was crazy to me. Like, I always said it's... T- uh, I was like, who can... D-? I even said it in the beginning of the film... Who can really beat Doctor Strange in a sense? I mean, if you actually got to him physically, he's he's no immortal. He's no match. Oh yeah, he's no match. But like, but the things he can do as being a wizard like that—that that how can you defeat him? Well, he I literally could, get... could put like some sort of reality around you. What he did to Wanda, and then she just found out that you can use the reflections. But uh, <clears throat> that and the fact that if he could just portal portal right right your midsection of your body and then just shut it and then you're like what they did to that monster in uh infinity war mm-hmm. um but what was that going i was i was gonna say something about i did kind of thought that was cool when they brought dr xavier in there yeah but i hated his wheelchair it looked like a roller coaster cart yeah but so that was uh, a nod to the old style like that was it really that's how it is in the cartoon so stupid Mm -hmm. but that's how it looks in the uh in the old cartoon i thought in the 97 cartoon i thought he was gonna leave the room by like going up like (laughs) (laughs) i see i that's what i hated was that so xavier is by and far one of the most powerful i thought he would totally be able to manipulate and just she just like gets him like that like that sucked i thought he I thought they should have done something because he puts her in that like dream world where he's like trying to get the actual Wanda from that body. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, like, well, he's strong enough; he'll get her out, and then she's gonna have to find another loophole to get back into to find get them. No, and she just breaks his fucking neck. I was like, what? Well, and like, I, I know she's really powerful in the comics and whatnot, and and you could say the same argument as far as like the the sorcerers are very powerful, so the witches would be powerful too. Right, and I also say maybe it's because she actually has that dumb whatever book. Yeah, makes that, her more powerful. And that she's now Scarlet Witch makes her probably ten times more powerful than what she was. But still, it's like, you know who else is really overpowered? Fucking, uh, uh, 
Captain Marvel, and she like killed that. That's what I was saying. I was like, dude, Superman, uh, Captain Marvel is like the Superman of the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe, and she just did her like that, and pretty much. You know what's even more like ridiculous of all of that? She killed Captain Marvel, uh, Mister Fantastic, that other guy, and and Doctor Xavier all before. Captain Britain. I know. That was I was saying that too. I was just like, why is the last two left is this chick, well, who's Captain America's Yeah, love Peggy interest, Carter. But but that it's her with a rocket jet jet on her back and Captain Marvel. And uh <clears throat> that the the she other held, guys couldn't She held off Yeah, like the more. other guys couldn't withstand her just a little better. Like even like the stretchy Mr. Fantastic, like, just stretched his arm out once, and then he was like spaghetti noodles. Um, what also got me too is the fact that that statue killed Captain Marvel when she, in, in Endgame, pierced through a huge spaceship and blew it up. I know, I know. I was like, wait a minute, she could kill spaceships by her body, but she can't withstand a twenty foot statue. I hated that. Okay, the the other thing that really pissed me off was. Uh, I did. I didn't mind Wanda being a villain. Like I thought that was a nice little twist. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't like her motive. Being having children. Yeah, it's like the absolutely most selfish thing. It's like I don't care. I'll kill anybody in my way just to have my children. It's like shut the fuck up. Like I'm gonna literally go to another universe, kill the other version of myself, so that I can be with the kids. What got, gets me is isn't there. Like infinity amount of universes. I imagine it's very like Rick and Morty. Yeah. So why don't you go to a universe? Because there is one that you're dead. Yeah. And then go take care of those children that are foster kids. Yeah. You got me, man. You got me. Problem solved. That's why the multiverse stuff is just so difficult to deal with. And then like, I also don't like the the fact that like, okay, she just completely went and decimated like the world's. Whatever, like you said, they're Avengers. Yeah. And so that whole universe is just, like, fucked now. I know. She just completely decimated that, like, universe. And I'm curious to see how they, where they're going to go with this, with the whole, like, third eye thing. Oh, well, doesn't he do that in the comics? I think so, yeah. I'm just curious to see where it goes from here. I thought it was kind of cool that he, like, possessed that corpse body of his. I thought that was kind of a cool scene. There was, I mean, I need to go back and watch it. I'm sure it's a lot better than what I I originally had, had taken out of it, but... So, Doctor Strange does not have, like, you know how, like, on all universes, even with Loki, too, there's different versions. They don't all look like him, like, his facial features mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in Doctor Strange, there wasn't a different Doctor Strange, like, a different body of some sort. I'm sure there are, but yeah. Yeah, it's... Every version they went into, it looked like him. Yeah, there's an alligator Doctor Strange somewhere out there. <laughs> an alligator one, like the Loki They're one. They're all about ducks. But what about the um, what about the uh, Thor: Love and Thunder? I haven't seen it. No, but it looks great. It, yeah. d- it doesn't come out until July. Oh, okay. It looks amazing. Yeah, it looks cool. Looks fun. The uh, I wonder how any of this is going to entail. Because what are they going to probably put some sort of multiverse in that too? It looks like this one's going to be more more about all the gods. Well, like, what? who's Christian Bale? Like, what's his guy? He's the god killer. 
the god killer. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember what his name is. But it lo- he looks fucking cool. Looks creepy. Yeah, I love it. It's going to be badass. Yeah. I'm so yeah, stoked for that I, movie. I, I'm excited with that movie. I just thought, because we, when we were watching it, that multiverse one, I was like, this isn't too bad. I wish they'd introduced like some other people around. But they did introduce Dr. Xavier. That was cool. I wished that they would have done more exploration of the multiverse. Like in reality, I think they only actually were in like two or three different universes. Yeah. I thought I was hoping to see more. Yeah, that would have been cool. And I would have liked to see more cameos. You the, know, there was definitely more room for that. What about okay, this is the dumbest thing I thought. The fact that that chick's name was America. And the fact that her portals look like a legit stupid five star, like I, th- I, I don't know about that. I thought that was dumb and cheesy. Yeah, like the star, like it could be anything, man. But and of like, course, her could... parents were lesbians. Yeah, my mom. So I was like, of course they put that in there. Had to have something PC. Yeah, they had to. Which I don't really. I mean, it was it was kind of just a. It's whatever. Quick, yeah. It was a quick, stupid. That's what I that's what I don't like about it. I don't like that they that so many movies now add little things like that just to add it in. It's like mm-hmm. it's it, there's no real purpose to it. It's just like we're just going to add this in just to like cover just, the the yeah. the demographic. Yeah. It's like do it and make it like important or or make it a real like if make a make a character gay and make them gay through the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like there's that one guy, the gay guy in uh, in Eternals. And it's like, there was no reason for him to be gay. It was just like, we're going to make him gay just to make him gay. Which one? I guess there's never a reason to make a character gay. But it just it just seems so forced, is the point I'm making. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's definitely just to pretty much shove it down your throat. Like, if you were to make him, like, his own, like, character, build on it, and then, like, you know... That's who he is. He's gay. Yeah. And then, yeah, it could be an importance of the movie or show. But just to, yeah, you're you're feeding. You're just putting sprinkles on. Well, it's like in that same in that same vein, you wouldn't like really go out of your way to make it a point that he's hetero. I know exactly. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't like make it such a like point to like let everyone know. Hey, by the way, these are my my mother and my father. Like, it wouldn't be like. My two moms. You know, it's like... Yeah. Well, it's natural, though. I mean, like, anyone who comes from anywhere, it's mother and father. So, I mean, I guess. you're going to push that in their throat. Yeah, I guess it, it would. It doesn't come across as, like, diff. You know, like, we just... It goes right past our heads, because it's like... It is I was wondering if her, if her universe was, like, more of an asexual universe, and, like, you could have moms. I mean, it's because, like, now you're wondering the question, where's her dad? Because obviously that's how that works. That's true too. Sense. That's a true point. Like maybe they are. Yeah, they just reproduce asexually or something like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know how their universe America. works. America. But of course, I, I mean, like the little the first thing that yeah that was stupid by the way. But the, the first thing that came out of my mouth is pretty much to talking to Disney. I was like, oh, we get it. I know. Like when they said my my mother's, I was like, I get it. We get it. And, I mean, in in reality, did did you change this one, this movie, if you were going to sell it in China or sell it in? Oh, I'm sure they Middle did. East? It's like my very straight mother and very straight father. 
<laughs> and then, like dub some dude in there. Just and, and in the Middle East, the chick has like her face covered. Yeah, right. They just they're they're just trying to appease to the masses. Stupid. You think the abs are gonna get it done tonight? I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, dude. They. I was just I was pretty much watching everything about them in these these playoffs. And they are killing it. Like they, they've had some like hiccups. Hic- that yeah, one well, game was was a real step backwards. But what this last one? No, the one before. Oh yeah, that was. Well, dude, did you see the one before that? Yeah, completely, seven. utterly smashed them. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Like I'm hoping by the time this this podcast comes out, we'll be Stanley Cup champions. So, right. Yeah, I mean, regardless, they're up to on them if they do lose. Still, yeah, yeah. So, or one. Only only one team has ever come back down three one in the playoffs. Well, knock on some wood. You don't want them to have two teams. Nope. And it's not gonna happen, boy. Yeah, that's we we got the best team in the NHL, dude. I one hundred percent agree on that. To be honest, like watching everything, they pretty like the Oilers, dude. They flew by them. Yeah, and okay. Here's what pisses me off. Honestly, this drives me nuts. I don't know what the fucking pro- does ESPN or every sports broadcast just have a bone to pick with Denver sports for real because I maybe it's just me being a, a Denver sports fan that it like seems so egregious but I swear to God it doesn't matter how good we are they are always against us or or for the other team they could not suck Connor McDavid and the Oilers dicks hard enough. In commentating, and they do the same with the with the lightning. lightning. It's like everything that the lightning do that's good is just like the greatest thing ever, and everything that that we do that's great is just like it's good, like it's okay. Well, I always I always think that about NBA. What's funny is like the front faces for everybody in there. Like you've got you got LeBron, you've got Steph Curry, you've got Giannis, you got Luca, mm-hmm. but you never see Nikola. On anything ever, he's like the, even like on any like posters or highlights or anything, it's like they just brush him to the side, even though he's the two-time MVP. Yeah, but let's look at Luca here, like and and bro, th- there's a better white guy over there, and that's the thing. So that that would be partially the argument is like he's not marketable because he's foreign because he's like Serbian. So Luca is, I I, I don't remember. Well, where. Giannis is is from Greece. Greece, so. yeah. Like, like, what does that matter? Yeah, so the foreign, that, that whole argument is completely invalid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's bullshit. He should be, like, almost on all highlight reels. He should be, like, the front face for the white guys on the NBA, not, not just Luka. That. He should be the front face of the NBA. Yeah. He's the two-time MVP, and he's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. he's such an entertaining guy. He's such a, like, fun, Fun-loving character of a guy. Like, why wouldn't you market that to be your face? Right. I don't get it. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because he's a Denver sports guy. Because you you can almost guarantee that if he was on the Lakers, he absolutely would be the yeah, face. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, that's another thing though too. Like, uh, they a lot of the other sports teams in Denver do not have the reputation like the Broncos do compared because like nba nuggets have never won anything lakers they're a small market team too though lakers are literally like competing with the celtics of having like twice the amount of fucking 
uh, trophies than everyone else. Uh, I Avs won it once, didn't they? Twice. Oh, they have won it twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was once. Okay. Well, I mean, that's actually pretty good. Well, and you would think the Avs, and the Avs are historically a very good team. Well, didn't they come from Canada as mm-hmm. the... The Nordiques. The Nordiques, yeah. They're, uh, they're, uh, what is it called? Like, the retro jerseys are really cool. Mm-hmm. The, uh, <clears throat> and then the Rockies, I don't know, they haven't won one, have they? No. They've been to one World Series and they got shut out by the Red Sox. Of course. Yeah. See, but still, but- it's like, even the Broncos, who have an established, you know, fr- like, they're, they're one of most decorated and, like, they, they've had a lot of really good playoff runs. They're, they've had some of the best teams. Like, they're a very recognizable franchise. Even still, and you know this for a fact, watching so many Broncos games, how many times have uh, like commentators just been so biasedly against us? Mm. And even like all all the projections uh, g- going in, they, nobody believes in us. Everybody's just like so down on us. Still thinking we're going to be the worst team in the in the division. Uh, granted, that was the last two years. Well, of course, but we it's a com- we have a to- whole new coach. Uh, Russell Wilson, who's a top ten quarterback in well, the, the NFL, I've seen that they they are they are putting us in the game. I think they finally are, but they weren't at first. Um, a lot of the, not just ESPN guys, but just a lot of those guys who have the sports shows. A lot of them have Denver in the top ten. They of, should of NFL already, and like, oh, what was like one of the things is like, um. I don't know. A, what's the word for like the biggest turnaround, like turnaround team? Like so, they were like the worst yeah, of the, the just division. Team or and, well, you can't really call them comeback team yet until they do this. Mm. But uh, like a worst but, to first type. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what they're saying with us. They but there's this huge thing. I don't know if you've seen it, but on every sports thing. They literally almost have Chargers like number one, number two in the whole entire league. That's not that surprising. But to that's me, though. Cr- but it is for one. I mean, I get it. They are a good team, but the, they didn't make the playoffs, right? And I mean, Herbert is a very good quarterback, but he's still but young. He's still young. I mean, the fact that you make them not a playoff team to one or two in the league when you still have you got you got Patrick Mahomes in that division. Now you have Russell Wilson in that division. You've got uh, Josh Allen in the Bills. Um, you got you got Tom Brady back. Like, how is that the number one, number two team? That's insane to me. I think it's. I think partially it has to do with some of the moves they've made as far as. Also, you got the Rams, same city but mm-hmm. better team. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, th- I I do think it has to do with a lot of the moves they made as far as like they went and got Khalil Mack. They got J.C. Jackson, who's like... Yeah, but Khalil Mack hasn't done much shit comparatively. Like, the Bears didn't go to the playoffs for the last, like, two, three years, and well, they had Khalil Mack. And they're also completely underlooking the fact that we had a top-five defense last year. Yeah. Like, they don't even remotely talk about that. That's the funny thing, is every time I see any sort of defense things, Broncos aren't even, like, up there, and it's like, dude... Where are the Broncos in your radar right now? Like we should, they must be gone. We I should easily be a top ten. De- I think part of it is because of losing Fangio that that they're putting that on us. That we lost two cornerbacks, but we gained another one, 
And like the two well, that we kept we, are, and we still got PS two. Well, and Bryce Callahan was out most <clears> of the year <throat> last year. Kyle Fuller was out a lot of the year. Like those are the guys we lost. Yeah, Ronald Darby was a solid corner. PS two, they had him as he was like the fourth best corner last year. PS two, yeah, as far as coverage. Uh huh. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. So it's like. We're good, and yeah. we ju- we just drafted another corner. We brought in Kawan Williams, like we made moves. Like we, I, our defense is if Bradley and we went and got Randy Gregory. Yeah, I was gonna just say that Randy Gregory. Like if Chubb is back full health, that's gonna be a problem. That yeah. duo is going to be a problem for quarterbacks. Yeah. Plus our D, the rest of our D line is you solid. Got Simmons in the back. The the only thing that we needed to address that we didn't, and I am upset about it, is the is the linebacker position. The middle linebacker position is still rough. Well, you got Josie Jewell and and uh, can't remember who the other guy's going to be. That's how that's how slim it is right now. We got Alex Singleton. But I don't know how. I don't even know who that is. We really don't have like a solid coverage linebacker. Yeah. And so that's a little disappointing. But we'll see what happens. You know, like that's the only weakness to that defense. And our offense, dude, is we might have easily. I don't. There's no doubt in my mind about this. Top five wide receiver group. Top five. There's no doubt. And the only reason that nobody's talking about it is because there's no real big names. Mm-hmm. Like, Tim, Tim Patrick might be the best wide receiver we have. Right. And, he's, and nobody knows it. No. He's so clutch. He's a, he's a true possession receiver. Then you got Cortland Sutton, who the only reason that he's not as talked about as he should be is because he got injured. Like, he has, he's had some injury issues. Then you got... And also, none of these guys ever had guys getting thrown the ball to them properly. You got KJ Hamler, who was injured all of last year. Yeah, and I think he's better than uh, Judy. Yeah, and then you got Judy, who, if you like, everyone was calling bust on him. It's because he was a not being coached properly. He had one of the worst offensive coaches in Pat Shermer. Yeah, and then also nobody throwing to him, like no good quarterbacks. Two different quarterbacks the last two years. Yeah. Like this is his breakout year. If he's if he's gonna have one, you can if he fails this year, you can call him a bust. Yeah. But this is his his prove it year. Yeah. And and I think he's gonna do just fine. And then losing Fant kind of sucked, but I think Albert O is gonna turn heads. People were gonna be very surprised by him. Yeah. And we went and got a couple other good uh solid backup tight ends. And then we got uh Damn, what's a running back? Javante Williams. We got Javante and Gordon's coming back. Gordon's coming back. That's a good so one-two punch. Yep. And then I think you got, you know, I think our O line is solid. Still got Reisner, got Bowles, got. Uh, didn't we get one in the draft, or did we not? Do? I think we took a couple, honestly. Uh. But nobody that's like, like the right tackle was the big position. We got Billy Turner, who's like a solid right tackle. Like he's not a, a an ace, but. For yeah, what he does the job, yeah, Oops. he'll be just fine. He he was protecting Aaron Rodgers for the last four years. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. So I don't know where they get off. Plus, we have one of the best kickers in the NFL. Like, I don't know where they get off thinking we're going to be this middle of the road team again. I mean, mm-hmm. the only thing I can even remotely break it down to, if we do, is that it's a new coach, 
and a new quarterback. So it's like all new scheme. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't gel, that would be a good reason to for failure. But I think it's going to gel. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Like the whole new coaching staff thing does kind of worry me in some sense. But I think the Chiefs are going to go down. Yeah. They're definitely gonna, like you're you're going to see how much Tyreek Hill meant to that offense. It's going to expose them big time because now there's no, nobody's going to be getting double covered. Oh, there's not someone who's going to be just gone down the field yeah. either. There's there's nobody that you have to double cover now. Mm-hmm. Like they still have that one dude that's really fast. Uh, and they got Kelsey to worry about, but Nicole Hardman. And but Kelsey, that's going to be it too. Kelsey's going to get exposed because he's not going to have that that opening where the double team is on Tyreek. Right. So he's more of a focal point now. Mm-hmm. And Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah. I forgot he did go there. Yeah, but he's not going to be the difference maker. I didn't think he was any sort of difference maker in, in the Pittsburgh. So. Plus, they lost a lot of O-line. That's going to hurt. And they and their, their, running, their running game is is not too good right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we're in good hands. That's just my opinion. I, I, the char- the Chargers, they're definitely going to be a, a, a problem. And the Raiders, they're going to be a problem. But the Raiders is all going to rely on Derek Carr. Yeah. That And I guess to an extent that's how ours is too, you know. It's going to rely on Russ, uh, how well Russ performs. And My prediction is that's really hard actually. But I'm going to say Raiders are at the bottom um, of our division. And... Also, here's another thing that people are not putting into consideration as far as the Raiders go. Their head coach is Josh McDaniels. That's either going to be a really good thing or a really fucking bad thing, considering oh, it's really what he did good in the beginning, and then they're going to shit out. And but not considering even go to what, yeah, considering <laughs> what happened the last time he was a head coach, we'll see what happens. Right. He's a great offensive coordinator, and that could definitely work to their benefit because they do have a lot of weapons on offense. But Derek Carr is going to be the one. Like how his relationship with how Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels work together is going to be very important. Right. But I think I, I don't know that the Josh McDaniels thing is going to be the game changer. Yeah. What I was saying though, I think Raiders. It's, it's so hard, man. I got Chiefs, baby. Chiefs I, at number three. Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm going to say it because of Tyreek losing Tyreek, and. Between the Chargers and the Broncos, it's, I, it's so tough. The bias in me says Broncos number one, but I'm actually going to give, I'm going to be humble in this and say the Broncos at number two, the Chargers at number one. But all three of us go to the playoffs. Yep. I agree with that. I don't think that's that hard of a stretch to think. Uh uh-uh. I mean, if any, if any of those teams in our division win the division with like, if any of our if any of the teams in our division go like twelve and five, they will be a huge threat mm-hmm. in the playoffs. That's a huge statement because mm-hmm. all of our division has one of the toughest schedules. They we all have tough schedules. I thought ours looked pretty easy compared because we play the AFC South, which which is that's kind of like a that's not too bad. Mm-mm. That's actually fairly easy, honestly. Very easy. It's the AFC South. It's usually easy, besides the Titans. But right, and then and then we play the NFC. Mm, which one? Not the South. 
No. Is it not the East? We played them last year. It's the West. The Seahawks, yeah, the Rams. It's the West. That's so tough. That's tough. Well, Seahawks, I don't think will be. No, but I think the rest of them will be. The Rams, 49ers, yeah. And then Cardinals. Cardinals yeah. Yeah, those are all tough. And those are, well, Cardinals will be at our house this time because last time it was at their house. Mm-hmm. And then what else? We'll have uh, the two random ones, which will be the two worst teams in the other divisions. So it'll be the Browns. Were the Browns the worst in their division? I think so. Yeah. It'll be the Browns and it'll be the Jets. Ooh, those are easy. Yeah. So our ours is easier, but the Chiefs would be tough. The Chiefs have to play the Bengals and the Bills. Hmm. So that's tough for them. That's why I'm saying they're going to be one of the worst teams. I hope Bills. I think the Bills are going to be the best team in the AFC. Yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, obviously, I would want always Broncos. But if it's going to be another one, I w- it's Bills. I think I'd... the Bills are going to be the number one team in the AFC. I think the NFC, it's going to probably still be the Rams. You think so? Yeah, it'll either be the Rams or the... Um, fuck. I don't know. Not the Packers. No. Not the Packers. That's, not... Dude, the, the, the Bucks maybe. Yeah, it's probably. I'd say it's probably gonna be Rams, Bucks though. Like I think one and two seed Rams and Bucks. The NFC kind of sucks, honestly. Yeah, it does. Well, you got the NFC East, who's still doing nothing. And I think you know what? Here's, here's oh, Cowboys will be number three. I'd say three. Oh, yeah. I'd oh, say in so. the whole thing. Yeah. Here, here's a here's a hot take for you. I think the Eagles are gonna be very surprising. I think the Cowboys will beat them over. I would agree, but I think the Eagles will be more surprising than people think yeah. out of that division. But I wouldn't be surprised if that whole division went negative again. I am still putting that damn rule into place. If a division doesn't get over 500, if a division doesn't get over, like, you know, halfway mark, you have to be, what, what is it, 17 games now? Yeah. So, I mean, you can't even out. You can't even get a even now. You'd have to have lose or winning record or losing record. Now, if you have a losing record, the whole uh, all of them, the whole division relinquishes a playoff spot. It goes next to the next wild card who has the best record. That's how I think it should be. Because if you have that, is the dumbest thing with a division who can't even get a winning record goes to the playoffs. Doesn't make any sense. So if you all suck so hard in your division that you all have negative records, you're done. NFC East is not in the playoffs. Next wild card, please. Here's what I, here's <clears throat> here's something I got for you, okay? Because Washington went into it with a negative record last year, mm-hmm. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I bl- or somebody did. Who was it actually? Here's well, who won that? I think the Cowboys still won that division. Did oh. they go in the playoffs last year? Yeah. The Washington was before that. Yeah. They and went in 7 and 9 or something like that. Yeah. See, it, the two years in a row they suck. So here here's 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 what I think. And actually, so I was so much of a, you know, traditionalist when it came to football for so long that like I just it, the things the way the things were the way they were because they just were and that's the way they should be. 
I, I, I've since changed my mind. And here's what I'm talking about. And I don't know if anybody listens to Bussin' with the Boys. Oh, uh, with uh, the Eagles guy? No, the, the, the Eagles guy. Titans guy. Yeah, the Titans guy, sorry. Yeah, it's a great show. And, and, and they had George Kittle on this week, and they made some really good arguments that I really strongly agree with. Here's what they need to do, and I can't believe they haven't done this, or when they made the changes, adding a game and doing all that. They need to do, like they already do, three preseason games. That's fine. They need to do an 18-week season, 17 games still, add another bye week. So every team gets two bye weeks. Very important. So wouldn't that be 19-week season? So you have two weeks off? Okay, yeah, because it is 18 weeks now. Yeah. So yeah, make it 19 weeks. And, and, and Kittle made a really good point. If you did that, Super Bowl Sunday would be right before President's Day, so you would get the Monday off. Like everybody wants already. Yeah. Like most people don't, but like the federal holidays, you know? Right, right. Like I wouldn't get that off, but still, like it's a federal holiday afterwards. That's an interesting point. They should do that. Also, they didn't talk about this, but I think they should do this. Make it an eight-team playoff. Don't do seven. Like six kind of made sense. And I was always like, I like that less teams make the playoffs because like in the NBA, there's eight. Eight teams from each conference. And there's only In the NHL, teams. there's eight teams from each conference. And there's only 30 teams, right? 31 now in the NHL. Well, there's... Wait, did you say there's eight in those ones? Eight teams make the playoffs in both the NHL and... On each side. NBA. Yeah, so 16 teams total. So that's more people per the amount of people right. that go in the playoffs right. than what NFL but, does. But... Can you like why wouldn't you want to add more teams to the playoffs? Like that that's so much more hype for fan bases to want to see their teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like and and Kittle made a good point too. Why wouldn't you add another week with a bye week because that's another week of football, that's more TV time, that's more TV deals. The the NFL brings in more viewers than anything else on TV at all. Period. There's no television show. There's no other sport. There's nothing that brings in more viewers than the NFL. And they do it right because, I mean, you only get one game a week in the sense of, like, your own team where you have baseball where you're playing, like, six out of the goddamn seven days of the week. Right. So so I think make it eight-team playoffs. And this wouldn't even this would be the same amount of weeks in playoffs if you did this. Have the top two teams have a bye week just like before. And then do the those next four or wait yeah it'd be six games. Wait a minute though. Actually, you know what? Don't make any bye weeks. I was gonna say if you have eight teams and that's a perfect amount to yeah. break, make the bracket. No bye weeks. So it'd just be the top team playing the yeah the, do it bracket style. But you have home advantage the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be great, and that would be great for the cities too because uh, if they yeah if they're in seated one there is no bye week yeah you've got all these games to go to that, that's the other thing that pisses me off too is like the number the bye weeks actually do kind of piss me off because the number one team you know they only have to win two games to get to the Super Bowl yeah make them earn it make them well they to... I uh, that's that's the reward though they did earn it I they, know they've got the best record in the NFL but also the reward is to or, yeah, play the number eight team. You know, yeah, I know, still... I get it. And also home advantage. So, like, that's more time at home 
if you're number one, if you beat the eight seed, it is just keep going down and you're at home the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. So that's, that's the reward too. I think it does well for fan bases to like the number eight seed. He ain't getting any sort of home advantage ever. The right. whole playoff system. It right. doesn't matter. That's well, what's funny about that. And like, I would still do it where the, and also just be done with, with divisions winning the division, like still have your divisions and stuff. But winning your division doesn't mean anything. Just your your final record is what it is. Well, I think it should. <clears throat> what I still say is, if you have a winning record in your division, like like as in it's a positive win to loss ratio, you still get to go to the playoffs because you're the best out of that shitty division. But if you all have losing records, you have no reason to be in the playoffs at all. I think make let the best teams play. No, I don't. I still. Yeah, that's what the wild cards are for. So I still, I still believe in the division thing. I just don't think you need. A, I don't think the losing record. So if, a, if I was six and five, say it was like a twelve or an eleven game season, six and five, great. I'm not very good, but that's why I have the eight seed spot or so on. I just like. I, I would say that's another thing is if a wild card has a better record than you then you get the eight seed spot. You still get a spot because you won your division, but you are on the eighth seed spot. Not the wild card has a better record than you. They get up. Mm-hmm. See, but I still I uh, then what's the point of the divisions is what I'm saying. If if you don't if you don't fight for the division, well cuz the point of the division would be to set up the schedule. Fine, but the, the, there's that point in term of like the divisions also get every sport has their division go one of them goes into okay, the well, playoffs. Okay, then just have have the top four be the division winners, and then the next four are the best four teams after that, like how they already do. But did you hear my argument with that? I get it with the top four, so you got one through four seated. But like, okay, say it with we got an eight, we got eight people on this side. Because there's the top four, one has a negative record, but he's mm-hmm. the four spot. He's the seed four, right. but he's got to go with the seed six or however you do it. It'd be the seed five. Yeah, seed five, but they have a way better record than you. They're mm-hmm. in the they're a wild card spot that is you know underneath. But they get the home advantage the, because they were the better in their division. But that's what I'm saying is take that away too. Mm. So now you're getting confusing though. Why is that a confusing? So. You you can literally base stat this, and it'd be easy enough. They already do this all the time. That's how they seed things. Now, um, if your division, you win it, you have a positive win-loss ratio, that's not complicated, you get to go to the playoffs. If you don't, all of you are negative, all loss, relinquish, new wild card. But if you have a bad record, like a positive ratio but bad record, you are not seated as good as this wild card who has an 11 and 5 record. Now he gets to face one of the people who are the worst. Because actually they played football, you just won a division. Hmm. Is what I'm saying. So you're giving the wild card some sort of benefit of actually having a good record. Yeah. So I that's don't why think- that's why I say just let the best teams play in the playoffs. Just but I st- the, that's the- why I like still having a division, though. I still like having like that top dog mentality. But you just have to have a positive negative ratio. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, they need to change some stuff, I and agree. I think two. I think two bye weeks would be good, huh? I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, two bye weeks would be really good if you could land it right on President's Day. Well, could you imagine if you were the team that had the four, the week four bye week? That would suck. Yeah. Like, have one early and have one late. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's funny how you have to. You think about this and, like, there's, there's, like, they have meetings with multiple people, tens, twenties, hundreds of people about regulation rules and what we're going to do new with the organization. And here's some guys in the bus talking about things that make complete sense to everyone else. Well, they're the players. They're the players, the fans. They all, I mean, think, I think we all should have a say in something like that. Does that not? But like, I don't know. There's always some stupid rules. We're like, like the whole helmet rule. We're all like, why? Yeah. Why? Why can you not change anything about your helmet? It's your damn helmet. Now you can though. No, I know. But that was a stupid rule. Exactly. They they retracted that dumb rule they did. But like, what was the purpose in the beginning? And in what their purpose was just didn't make any sense. It was stupid. And now they got rid of that rule. That was stupid. Why'd you even do that in the first place? Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I want to end this episode with something kind of fun. So a few episodes ago, I did a little taste test, a blind taste test. And this was something that I wanted so badly to do on good old boys. And I finally was like, you know what? It's never going to happen with that. So I'm just going to do it myself. Fuck it. But now that you're here, and people really liked the taste test thing. So we're going to do another blind taste test with the, with the good old boys cast here. We're going to blind taste test beers. Okay. These are just going to be basic domestic pilsners. And uh, we're just going to see it which, how, how we do. You need to get a glass of water so I can wash out yeah, and yeah, taste yeah. the yeah. beer. No, too. we're going to set up for that and then we'll be right back. Okay. I got to pee too. Okay, so we just completed the uh, taste test challenge for the first time. And we're going to do this for a second time because the first time, the audio cut out. So we've already had a little practice run at this. So for your viewing pleasure, this is the second time we're doing it. The first time for you. Um, As you can see, we got our beers lined up. We have Bud Light, Budweiser, Coors Light, Coors Banquet, Miller Light, and Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, I'm going to randomly grab one, pour it in the glass. Mac will make a decision as to whether what he thinks it is. And then we'll just I go from there. I think the test one's gonna even going to help. Yeah, <laughs> it might even make it harder, honestly. <laughs> just so everyone's clear in the first run, Mac did get Coors Light right. I did not. So we are going to do this. Uh, like I said, well, I said in the first one, you didn't hear it. Um, this will obviously be a lot better on the video episode. So for those listening, enjoy us slurping down drinks. <laughs> I'll really get that slurp noise in for you. Here. Now my glass is warm. And we will be rinsing out with water so that... Uh, I'm going to keep a closer eye on this audio now. Uh, we'll rinse out with water to cleanse our palates and to cleanse our glasses. I don't know. 
It didn't help, bro. <laughs> the test run didn't help? No. I'm going to go with Coors Banquet. You got Banquet? Do we have water? Yeah, sorry. Here, I'll just give you the water glass. Here, I poured some water in there for you. But here's the, here's the bottle. <laughs> I think this I think the first run's gonna fuck us up even more. <laughs> because I'm trying to re recollect the Yeah, yeah. Because now we're overthinking it. And they all just kinda taste the same. I'm gonna go with Miller Light. Miller Light? Yeah. I don't know, man. No, yeah, I'm all fucked up now. Oh wait, should I pour something? Yeah, in? yeah. Rinse it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad now. I'm gonna. F I had such a good like <laughs> be able to figure out Cooler's Light, and I'm gonna fuck this up. Also, this is kind of redemption anyway, because we both only got one right in the first run. He only got Coors Light, and I only got PBR. So, I'm gonna... so this is kind of redemption for both of us. Uh, fuck. It's a little heftier. I'm going to say this is PBR. Did I say PBR yet? No. Okay, PBR. God damn it, I keep doing that. Oof. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's PBR. There you go. That was fast. I'm gonna take another drink, hold on, I just broke back that PBR. We are gonna be drunk when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> you burping. That's because we already did a round of this. Oh, fuck. The audio went out again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> mm. Can you tell me which ones I haven't said? Is that not part of the game? I don't really remember, honestly. You have them lined... Oh, you didn't write the my answers down? No. Okay. Because I can't, I can't I act like I know if, if you said the wrong things. I said Coors Banquet. I'm fucked up already. Uh, <laughs> not, not drunk fucked up, but just <laughs> memorization. Well, especially because we already did this once. Coors Banquet. How many have we done so far? Is this the fourth? This is number four, yeah. Coors Banquet, and then I said, uh, I think I said like Bud Light, 
You said Miller Lite. Okay, Miller Lite and And then you said Pabst. Okay. I'm going to say that's Budweiser. One thing I will say is that um, having done this twice, at least we're drinking up these beers that probably won't get drank otherwise. So we're drinking up the beers I bought. Hold on. I'm having aftertaste of another beer. Because I almost think this is Coors Light. <clears throat> I keep getting an aftertaste of something. Hold on. Okay, I was going to say the fucking audio went out again, but it didn't. Coors Light. That one's Coors Light? Yep. Did you rinse the glass? Second guessing myself on it now. Keep getting a bad aftertaste. It has the initial hit of Coors Light. I don't know if that's just the mixture of the last one. All right. Last one, buddy. What do you got? Ugh. <laughs> After having them all, they're just gross now. Bud Light. I, I don't even know. Because that's the last one, right? I haven't guessed Bud Light, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, you didn't. That's, I got to say, that's not Coors Light, though. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm excited for this one. No, you're not. Damn it. Well, here's what I'll tell you right now, but while you're taking your, your head, your uh, blindfold off, you did get two right, so you did do better. Fucked up on Coors Light this time? God damn it. It's the fucking mixture of it. It is, it is. Miller Light tastes... Wait, I got Bud Light right. You got Bud Light right, and you got Pabst right. Miller Light and Coors Light do kind of taste the same. You thought, close. you thought Coors Light was Miller Light. Yeah. Well, you did that, too. I did, too. I did that in the first run we did. But, yes, you did get two right, though. So you did better than the first run. What did I think fucking Coors Light was that time? Miller Light. You thought Miller Light... Oh, I swapped them. You thought Coors Light was Miller Light, and you thought Miller Light was Coors Light. Hey, that Light. isn't as bad as I thought. It's not. It's not. Like, it's not like you thought Coors Light was fucking Budweiser. All right. Yeah. So, okay, so Bud Light and PBR is the ones I got right. Now you can, uh... I knew it. I got PBR. I said it, too. Yeah, you did. You were very confident in that. Okay, let me go get another bottle of water. Damn it. I'm super mad I didn't get Coors Light that time, though. I am back. Ready? Uh, I'm not. Where's the marker? Can I have that? Yeah. <gasps> and headphones. Okay. Where's my thing? Okay. <laughs> it's just, yeah, the whole this whole half of the episode is just burp, burp.
Alright. What you, you... Oh, yeah. I should probably... That was smart of you to think to, like, put them in the order that... Cause, so that's a plus to doing it a second time, right? Oh. Okay. Come on, baby. Get that Coors Light this time. Fuck, dude. They just all taste the same. This is like Chinese water torture, bro. Well, like, the second time... Here's what I'll say. This does not smell like Coors Light. So it's not Coors Light. Fuck, dude. PBR. PBR. Where's that water I just grabbed? Do you know where it's at? Uh, is it on the table here? Or is no. it down here? No, yeah, it's down there. You're close. Yep. Oh, I go. got it. I got it. <laughs> We're going for a queen sweep here, baby. We can get all of them right. Even though I probably just got that first one wrong. I know that wasn't Coors Light, though. And if it was, I'm going to kill myself. Here. <laughs> <laughs> That's Coors Light. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with that being Coors Light. And watch it be Miller Light, like you thought. That was crazy. I usually don't like Miller Light. I don't either. It sucks. You know what's funny, though? It's how much I don't like Bud Light. I cringed every time I tasted that one. See, I prefer Bud Light over Miller Light. I don't. God. That pit... I think I really do think that one was... Coors Light this time. I was, I'm way more confident that time than I was the first time. That was a little full. Kind of. <laughs> Definitely gonna get drunk on this. This is a light beer. Watch your fucking head. Peeping through your nose area. I am gonna peek real quick just to make sure the sound quality is going. Because that's how we lost it the last time. This is a light beer. What did I say the first one? Uh, wait, the first one? Yeah, the first one I said Pabst. Yes. This is... <sighs> this is Coors Light. Wait, you already said Coors Light. I know, but I think this is Coors Light. Okay, so no retraction, so you're going to just... No, th yeah, I'll take the loss on the second one. This is Coors Light. Almost, almost unabashedly. It's so weird. This time, I'm way more confident. Like, the last time, I was 
It didn't even taste remotely like Coors Light in the first run. That was Coors Light. If I was going to change, then I would say the second, the one I had before that was Miller Light. Okay. Because they, like you said, they are they are very similar. And I fucked that up last time too. Remember, I thought the Miller Light was a Coors Light. So if if I if I was gonna change it, I would say Miller Light was the second one. That was Coors Light. One thing I will say that's different from the first time to the second. It's a lot easier to determine which ones are the heavier ones. This is Bud Light. But it could just as easily be Coors Light. <laughs> tread, tread carefully. That'd be the third time you changed it. It's, I'm not changing it. I'm saying that's Bud Light. I think you gave me the three light beers. Boom, boom, boom. I will say that. Those are at least the three light beers. I'm... I'm Fairly confident in that statement. But I do think Coors Light was the middle one. And that was Bud Light. My liver is hurting. Oh yeah, that's a that's clearly a heavy beer. Bud Budweiser. I stand very strongly on that. That is Budweiser. Just one more left, right? Yep, one more left. So if my process of elimination is correct, well, I guess it depends because what I uh, this would be banquet then, because I said PBR was the first one, and I actually stand by that. So. This should be banquet. Coors banquet. Final answer. Ooh, that could have been Miller Lite too, though. But it's Coors banquet. I stand confident that those those three together were the light beers together. No, that's on my computer. Is the audio, uh, audio still there? Okay. Am I good? No. You royally fucked it up. Are you serious? <laughs> God damn it! So you guessed PBR for the first one. Yeah. Budweiser. Okay, fuck. Coors Light for the second one. <sighs> Coors Banquet. That's not that bad, though. No. But then you you re-guessed Coors Light for, for Bud Light. One, for Bud Light. But I, but I did say that could have been... You said something I said. Are you going to do it a third time? But... You said that was Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And then you said this was Budweiser. Okay. Paps Blue Ribbon. And then you're like, very confident this was Coors Banquet. It was Miller Lite. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I fucked that up. You are correct. I, I got nothing right then. No. Damn. <laughs> so you win this round. Even though you, like, retracted on the, these two. Here, get to and, the mic. In, in, these two in general, it's still Coors Light wasn't in the picture yet. 
Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you you mind fucked me. I didn't really mind fucked you. You no, mind fucked you're yourself right. there. Ah, right. <laughs> oh, god damn it! I'll never live it down. All right, man. Hey, that was fun though. That was still fun. That was fun. Thanks for I, coming on the show for the first time in over two years. Bet your ass. <laughs> You bitch, yes, there is. But you know how we'd like to end the show. I don't. I never did this the last time you were here. This is the first time you've gotten to participate in this portion of the podcast. And I forgot to mention this to you, so you didn't have time to think of anything. But I like to end my shows now with a positive or motivational message from our guest. What you do you got? Picked the wrong goddamn person for. What that. do you got to say to the people? Positive, motivational message. Let's get this mic. Just a. Hair closer to you. Positive, motivational. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I don't know. What What do you got to say to the people? What something from your life that you think has helped you, help guide you through your life for the better? A, a, a message that maybe you got in high school, or something your parents told you, something that that just helped guide you through your life. In the right way. Or just something that you live by. A message you live by. I'm way too simple for this. Or just just something, something, just make it simple. I mean, just say, take your vitamins and say your prayers, brother. Yeah. No, whatever you want. Just, just something, something good to put in the world. Something, something real, something good for the world to take in. Jeez. Nothing, huh? No. I, I mean, I'm on the point. I never give motivational speeches. Okay, but there's got to be something that, like, you live by. You know, what's funny is I probably do, but now that I'm thinking about on it, the spot. I, I have no idea. I don't know what to give to people. Okay, because... here's how I'll ask you. If you met somebody who was down on their luck, they were at their wit's end, they were ready to end it all, what would you tell them? Oh, you got me in an awkward spot now. So they're ending it all if I don't say something. Yeah, no, like, what would you say to to make them want to keep on going? It doesn't have to be necessarily suicide, but, like, if somebody's just having a real bad day, if somebody was just really down on their luck, they felt like there was no good in the world, there's no no light at the end of the tunnel, what would you tell them? To lift them up. You really picked the wrong person for this. Shit. Just make something up, then. Yeah, but it doesn't make it doesn't have any sort of sympathy effect if I give you make something up. But I know there's something that you live by. Come on. I just live live day to day, dude. Okay, that's perfect. Say that. Okay, live day to day. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say, man. All right, I'll like, say. I, I I'm really bad with motivation. No, I shit. like that though. I like that. That is a good one. Live your life day to day. Like, don't live for... I don't live for the future sense of, like, retirement. Because I don't know how long I have in this world. So I live to what I can do the fullest. Day by day. Pretty much in any anything sort of the present. Because you don't know. Live for the present. That's live a good one. Present. Live for the now. I love that. I talk about that all the time on here. Yeah. Live for right now. I mean, yes, plan for the future. But live for the plan, now. Yeah. I like that. 
You know what my motivational message is? Mm. Drink beer. Drink beer, shake fist. No, my motivational message is, you know it. Life's a garden. <laughs> shake fist. Dig it. <laughs> you just got to keep on